0: are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book my websites, recoveryradiokmp3.com, sarcasticbitbook.com, and as always, so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started, or it's just winding down, or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are, you and me. I'm glad. Very grateful. I have no desire to drink today. Shared about it on here, but in early recovery, the obsession to drink returned. It's the second episode I ever did and talk about it in detail. It was a psychological catastrophe that did not end. Really, until I found the message that I have today, which is so significant to me. I talk about that a lot, like the message that I have, the message that I got. A lot of people say that. A lot of people say that who have completely different understandings and messages than I do and people who equally feel that that's that's the you know the genuine bona fide real message I'm grateful for my understanding of what is in that big book made all the difference in my life. I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's here mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut for those two or three of you that pay close attention to that and need to know. I want to talk about power. As the big book discusses power. Told you I was in an extensive study that went through the big book in a non-linear fashion. It's a study I have carried on. It's been a huge part of my sobriety. It's a study that has been whittled down to four weeks, but initially it took years. And... Everything in the first, actually everything in the big book was really sort of dissected and broken down by. The book was broken down by subject. What does the whole book say about this subject? Why I just study the big book and why just the first hundred sixty-four pages is very compelling. One of the things that we studied was power, in the bit in the big book, when it talks about power, powerless, powerlessness. It talks about power quite a bit. However, in Alcoholics Anonymous meetings, it's very common to hear about powerlessness and we're powerless over everything. We're powerless over people, places, and things. I just want to talk about this because it's significant to the experience that I'm having and people that I know are having, and it's very far away from that message that we're powerless over everything. I understand it in a certain way. Um, we are, we can't, you know, we're not God. A lot of things are beyond our control. However, the big book says we're powerless one time. And it says we're powerless over alcohol. And we needed to find a power greater than ourselves. Otherwise we were going to drink. And it says right away in step three, if step three is sincerely taken, a new power flows in. Also says later on, we've been given the power to help others. Also says we try to let God demonstrate through us what God can do. I mean, I talk about it on here quite a bit, but It's like God is the sun and I'm the curtain. And I do have the ability now, because of the 12 steps, to open the curtain. Let the sun shine through the window. That sun changes things, helps things. Changes the outcome of things Drastically I mean The power is not Us But we have access to that power We do have the ability to open the curtain Open the blinds Let the light shine through And I guess where I'm going with this is that my attitude, um, for lack of a better way to put it, has a lot of power. If my attitude sucks, that affects things. If my attitude is positive, that affects things. I mean, my attitude about things affects things. You can argue whether or not that's power and blah, blah, and get all, you know, intellectual about it and get into cycle babble and all kinds of stuff. But bottom line is my attitude affects things around me big time. It affects things. It affects people. It affects outcomes. It affects me. It affects tomorrow. It affects right now. It affects a lot of stuff. And I just I don't know. I started by talking about the powerless thing because the the attitude that I'm just powerless over everything. I don't know. Doesn't sit right in me. I, I get it that I can't I get it that I'm just a person and without God I'm nothing and I The helpful power I don't think really comes from me at all, if there's any help being had. However, at the same time, you know, how I talk about things, how I talk to people, how I respond to people, affects people and things. It's a big deal. If I come home and my attitude sucks, I'm exercising a lot of power. I'm affecting my house. Whether I think I am, whether I want to, whether I believe anything along these lines or not, it's true. If I come home and my attitude is shit, Everybody in my home feels it. If I go to work and my attitude sucks, everybody at work feels it. You know, I've talked about it on here. When I was newly sober, I didn't know that. I was very delusional. Well, I'm not affecting anybody I'm not having an impact on anyone I just do whatever I want come to learn that my attitude affects everyone around me if that's not power I don't know what is you want to go to your workplace and make everybody's day more challenging it's something you can do you can exercise that power at work and mope and complain and take things personally and gossip and work at half steam and begrudgingly and talks about that in the 12 and 12. I mean, I've, I've, I've done that speaking from experience. I'm, my attitude has been terrible at times. If you go to work If you go to your workplace thinking You know How would a person's life Who was saved Conduct themselves? How would that person act What kind of an employee would that person be Would I come to work and complain and piss and moan and just talk about whatever hurricane is there, thus making the hurricane larger. I mean, if I actually deserve to have been saved, what kind of attitude would I have? There's a lot to complain about it boggles my mind sometimes the amount of people that somehow make something currently that's happening to billions of people about them it just blows the mind it's fascinating to watch the self-centeredness it's fascinating Hey, man, I'm really inconvenienced. I remember when I went on a train trip when I was, I don't know, 90 days sober or something. It's really the first time I was coherent and out of my hometown. I was looking out the window of this train and a real revelation to me. You know, I passed a house and another one 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 and another one. And I was looking and I was thinking, you know, that person just got divorced. That person just got married. That person just got fired. That person just got hired. Like there's a whole these people in the world having different experiences. It's just I'm not at the center of the universe. Whoa. And I'm just going down a little tiny strip of a tiny part of the planet. And there's just so. Much more happening than just what I was in my little surrounding. I mean, I'm not going to get into any details or. specifics about anything happening on this planet, but I will say that to me, to from my perspective, from the perspective of somebody who has had to look at himself for years, be honest with himself for years, to try to grow spiritually for years, someone who's been a counselor and On and on and on The biggest problem I think Are people's attitudes I mean attitudes have a lot of power So I Concentrate on my own It's what I I could do Concentrate on trying to keep the blinds and the curtain open because when those things are open there's nothing left but a positive attitude there's nothing left but a mending forgiving compassionate attitude I don't have to try to have it it's a byproduct of Being unblocked to some degree. So I don't know. What's your attitude like? Do you think about this? Do you think that your attitude is irrelevant? Like you just go throughout the day and your attitude doesn't mean anything? You just think that it just doesn't matter what you say, how you say it, what you express, when you express it, how you express it. I have learned that these things really have power. They matter. They affect people big time. And I also learned that most people won't say anything about it. They just won't. People don't like confrontation. People want you to like them. People don't, you know. But my attitude has turned a lot of people off. And it's driven people away. And it's shut people down. And it's made people feel unloved. And it's made situations worse I've gone into environments where people are like hi we blow up balloons and I'm like hi I pop balloons and I have learned that my attitude is very significant and what I'm saying can be reconciled in the book of Alcoholics Anonymous references this many times talks about this very thing many times, that my attitude can actually drive people out of AA. My attitude can actually cause me to be more helpful or less helpful. My attitude can do that. So I'm gonna go into this weekend, I'm gonna go into today, and I'm gonna try to continuously ask for guidance and continuously have the curtains open so that I could hopefully have an attitude that benefits the people around me and doesn't make this planet worse. There's a great quote, I forget exactly what it is, but something about, you know, to the world, you're just one person, but to one person, you can be the world. It's something I think about. I'm somebody's example of a man. I'm somebody's example of a member of AA. I'm somebody's, somebody's example of a husband. I'm somebody's example of, I mean, some, I'm somebody, somebody's example of all kinds of stuff. What kind of example am I striving to be? I see so much selfishness in myself on a regular basis that just, Keeps being shed. Just doesn't stop. New layer. New layer. New layer. Keeps me very busy. All right. I have a big modeling shoot this weekend. My agent is blowing me up right now. His attitude sucks. He's like, you're just a dollar bill signed to me, bro. You gotta get your ass down to Valencia. I want to give a shout out to Happy Joyous and Three and the Black Rhinos. Say hello to Chelsea and the Canadians. And I want to say hello to Marissa. Marissa is a longtime friend of mine who's an amazing example of Alcoholics Anonymous. That was in my life years ago and is in my life again because of our work circumstances. It's pretty amazing. Anyways, if anybody needs to hear it, I will say everything's okay. Everything's okay. And on that note, I don't know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving and I hope to do the same.